0: Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie for the fourth time today. But this time is different because we're not doing a flashback. It is season premiere day. We have made it to season 40. Which, as I'm sure you know, if you listen to the spotlight from Saturday, people didn't even think this thing was going to make it to season 2. And here we are at season 40. So, as I'm sure a lot of you know, the writer strike has complicated things in terms of production and such. And they are having to recycle clues. A lot of people are not happy about it. I'm not very happy about it myself. I'd rather they just do reruns. But as I've said countless times, their hands are tied. Sony gives a crap about Sony and nothing else. So they can't... Jeopardy! doesn't have the creative freedom to say, hey, we're going to just stick to reruns until this works out. No, they're being forced to make new episodes. And people are like, well, just don't watch. I don't think the people who are calmly saying don't watch understand how big of a part of people's daily routine this show is. Me personally, if the internet goes out or something comes up and I think I'm going to miss it, I go ballistic because that is the closer to my day. I start my day with Jeopardy, I end my day with Jeopardy. And if something screws that up, yeah, I don't I don't take it too well. So, yes, I am going to continue to watch. These contestants need support too. I don't care if they're returning contestants or not. They need our support too. Would you want to be up there and know that no one is supporting you? No, don't think so. So that's my piece that I have to say on this particular issue. I'm not happy that they're going forward with production, but I do understand why they're doing it and that their hands are tied. And I'm also not going to just tune out. I understand why people may choose to, but I'm not going to deliberately send my universe spinning by screwing up my schedule. Because without this, I don't feel like my day's over. I just, I don't. I feel like I've got unfinished business. And if I feel like I've got unfinished business, I'm not nice. So that that's my piece on the current situation right now and I've already talked for three minutes just on this one particular topic without even getting to the game because, yeah so let's get into the game we are starting off with Second Chance our Second Chance tournament you'll know we covered one of those a few weeks ago but that was last year's here we are with the new one The format has slightly changed, so we're going to stop and talk about it. Most of it is the same. Nine contestants per week. The winner of each game goes to the two-day total point final. However, this is a three-week event instead of two this time. And the winners of each week do not advance straight to the Tournament of Champions. They advance to the new Champions Wild Card. Which we will talk about later this fall because I don't have a lot of information on it right now. So, let's get into it. Today's contestants were Derek, Gabriel, and Jill. And the only one I remember super well is Jill. I watched I watched most of season 37. I missed some, because app was misbehaving or my internet was just not playing nice and letting me watch because where i lived at the time we had really sucky internet but i i did catch most of the season including the episode that ripped my soul in half but jill is the only contestant i remember all of these contestants i will add are from season 37 and Jill was a very unusual case because Jill was not going against a champion and a challenger and another challenger. Jill was going up against two champions because Jill was the new contestant in the match between Brian Chang and Zach Newkirk. Although I do have to say it was a very strong game by all three players today, but it was Jill who kind of grabbed the game and took off with it she had a bad run in with the daily double early in the game but that did not stop her she was just she just bounced back from that like a boomerang is the best way i can describe it and the other two played very well too but jill really just kind of dominated the game I don't remember exactly how the daily doubles fell because I was paying more attention to the questions themselves than noticing which one was the daily double. But once it got to Final Jeopardy, Jill had a nice fat lead. She came up with the correct response, as I believe did. One of the challengers, I don't remember which one, they had sort of similar voices, so I couldn't keep up with them very well. But Jill made a very gutsy wager and bet everything she had. And ended up taking the game and will advance to the finals at the end of the week. Now normally you folks know what I say about that kind of a move. Don't do it. But, it paid off today, So, I'm, but I'm still going to say it. Don't do that. Just don't. It's not worth the risk. I don't care how confident you are in your subject. Just don't bet like that at the last possible moment in the game. Just don't. I'd like to think we're all a little bit smarter than Michael Larson, because that sounds like something Michael Larson would have done. And because Michael Larson was not brilliant, probably screwed himself over. I don't know why we're talking about Michael Larson. This is not press your luck, but he's the dumbest person I could think of right off the top of my head. Actually, fun factoid, Michael Larson did want to be on Jeopardy! He thought he could come up with a way to cheat himself to a bunch of money on Jeopardy, just like he did on Press Your Luck. I told somebody when I heard that, I said Alex would have thrown the guy. Thrown him off the stage, out the window, somewhere. Because Alex wouldn't have put up with that kind of crap. I know I'm going off topic a little bit here, but that was an interesting factoid I wanted to share. And just to follow that up, I know that CBS, and really, if you think about it, what Michael Larson did on Press Your Luck wasn't exactly cheating, but it wasn't the right way to win either. It was kind of cheating and kind of not. So yeah, that's... I, I just had to mention that name because that was the stupidest person I could think of. Common Sense, wise, stupid? Book smart, Beyond Belief? Probably. Common Sense? Nah. Like some other people I know. But that's personal, and I'm not going to mention their names, because they're not famous. But anyway, that's kind of an overview of what happened today, and let, let me tell you, this, if the whole tournament plays like this, it's going to be awesome. That that's how you start a tournament, folks. Three very strong challengers and just that kind of a bold move at the end of the game as much as I disapprove of it. Just, whoa. Excellent start to the season, excellent start to the tournament. I just don't know what else to say because that was so awesome and unexpected and everything. It was just, Ah! I really don't know what other words I can use right now. So I think I'm going to stop using them and let you folks get on with your lives for the night. And this will be the last time you hear from me until tomorrow. Um, Tomorrow's upload schedule might be a little bit cramped too because I have an Apple event to watch tomorrow. But we'll do what we can. So, yeah. But just a reminder for those who've not been tuning in to the constant reminders I've been putting out over the weekend. For the next several weeks, four episodes a day until we get through all of Ken's winning streak. We're covering all of the Ken Jennings games in regular play. That means no tournaments, none of that. Just regular games. And since we've got 75 of them to cover... I figured the least obnoxious way to do it and keep and not have to drag it out for two and a half months would be to do three games a day, 25 days. Plus of course, you know this new content at night. So you'll be you'll be hearing from me four times a day for the next few days. And once Celebrity Jeopardy starts back up, sometimes even five. So that's what you have to look forward to over the next few weeks. But I'm going to sign off for the night. I'm going to say good night. Thank you for tuning in to everything today. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie Production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie Production.